Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Mayne.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. We started with the wonderful, weird, great sounds of Reese Cox with his track Clang 2. Yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? Curiosity, uh, like uh, Anthony sent me that record earlier in the week. I was like, I'm not sure whether this is amazing or something else. And I was like, <laughs> I heard, and that, that's the second track on the album. Uh, the first one's like, okay, then like that one, I was just the, like, wow. The first one's bizarre. The whole the whole record's weird. It was sent to me by a long-time listener, a new-time patron, uh, Richard Douglas. And he was just like, I'm not sure about this, but I think it's brilliant. And I listened to it and I was just like, is this good? Is this terrible? And then I was like, no, this is definitely good. It's it's absolutely great. Yeah, some odd some odd samples, some odd sounds, but generally some fantastic music. Reese Cox is a German electronic producer and it's released on ideal recordings, such as a Gothenburg based record label in Sweden. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. Like that track is just absolutely I think that's definitely the standout one, isn't it? Yeah, it's wonderful. It's like it's one of those ones that makes me want to spend the twenty-five euros on the vinyl. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, uh, I got another message from Rich. He was just like, decided it's it is great. Bought the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Richard's got the the finest collection of uh, sort of like left field techno in Sussex. It's, it must be. <laughs> you uh, you did talk about uh, Richard Douglas being one of our new patrons, and I'm in such a better mood this week than I was this time last week on the podcast because. Uh, we were we had some troubles last week and like our call for patrons over the last two weeks to like help supporters has just been uh, we've had an incredible response that me and Anthony have been very happy about for sure yeah it's been yeah it's been absolutely it's been absolutely wonderful it's like yeah to see all, all the all these new supporters come in because me and Gaz we just we've been doing this for years we do it because we love it we do it if no one was listening um but uh you know we now the podcast has got more listeners and more supporters we like to keep a certain a high level we hope of uh, production and uh mechanical and equipment and everything for the podcast and yeah people uh who are happy to pay to listen uh let us keep doing what we're doing to the highest standard possible exactly and so shout outs to the latest patrons who are deep breath daryl worthington nick yeoman ella hardy richard douglas as mentioned uh, jasper gallagher alice hubley andrew mckeown julia domicioni matthew mills Knox shelton omar aventhal uh, peter emerson joel center harsh agarwal Sonia Ella Matuschik, sorry for the pronunciation, and Tom Heather as well. Excellent absolutely, business. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, thank you to all of you. And we have goals set up on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. And we're not entirely there. We have reached the first one, which means that we're definitely going to be able to support the pod into the new year. Uh, but the longer term, the longer term future of the podcast is not entirely secure so please more patrons please gareth's eyeing up retirement <laughs> <laughs> i think we worked out i think we're about three and a half thousand patrons away from my retirement <laughs> our retirement sir. Oh, right. or, or, i could be that i'm already i already have been retired i'm wor- i'm worrying back into back into action yeah you are government funded retirement <laughs> All right, what are you playing for us? Well, it's interesting. So I did 
I, I had a load of tracks for the podcast and a lot of them were banging and then I took quite a lot of them out and replaced them with like experimental like experimental abstract ones that were a bit less banging a lot bit less fun and then changed my mind so then had loads more banging ones put in and but now Anthony has started off with the track that you just heard which is undoubtedly banging I'm going to start <laughs> I'm going to start you off with one of the more experimental weird ones uh, this is from a uh, producer going by Cop Funeral out of Atlanta in Georgia got an EP that just dropped uh, 25 copies on 7 inch if you want them or pay what you want download all proceeds going to racial justice organizations and bail funds this is absolutely wonderful it's uh, proper heavy proper abstract experimental electronics limited to 25 records as well count me uh, count me interested there you go so well see what you think of this this ep is called feel something and this is called time enough at last
quite the opposite of banging for certain the sounds of cop funeral time enough at last is the name of the track from feel something ep 25 copies anthony chalmers are you going to get one uh are they american they are and the problem is is that it's going to cost like probably 15 20 dollars for the shipping <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right it's uh <laughs> yeah it's at the, at the seven inch it's a bit ooh. yeah so i i thought that was fantastic reminding me a little bit of the sort of what kevin richard martin has been doing since sort of lockdown or maybe sort of like burial without the, any of the sort of two-step thing in it i enjoyed that yeah very atmospheric yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to be in a venue, a sort of industrial venue, and listen to that. Something like a supersonic festival or Cafe Otto or some sort of warehouse in East London. It's actually Sofa Sonic this weekend, isn't it? I need to try to tune in for some of it. Ah, oh, yes, it's uh, excellent uh, punnage on the name as well. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't have much information about Cop Funeral. Uh, Feel Something is the name of the EP. It's released on Dead Already Tapes. That's uh, Atlanta, Georgia label and artist as well. So yeah, all proceeds donated to racial justice organisations and bail funds, which I mentioned before, but could mention again. Nice. I want to play a song that I lined up for the podcast, I think about three ago, ended up cutting it for something else and then sort of forgot about it. And then when I was prepping for this week's pod, I decided I something jumped back into my memory um, that I that I didn't play at that time. It is by legendary Japanese rock band boris they've been going since late 90s i'm gonna say they've released dozens like actual dozens of albums they've done loads of different labels collaborations and stuff they are an absolutely killer band they were amazing when they started they continue to be brilliant they've released what i think is a self-release i can't find anything about a label here and so yeah i'm gonna say that it was just a self-release and I want to play you track number 10 from it, and it is called Loveless.
I have no idea what I put in that I cut that one for, but it must have been something really great. <laughs> well, every week on the podcast, 10 fantastic tunes. So yeah, it's hard. The amount of great music that goes on the cutting floor of this podcast is unbelievable. <laughs> and often when I cut a song from the week's pod, I can, I can sometimes then when I'm making the next one, I can sort of forget the great ones that I didn't make it, the previous ones. I'm like, hang on a minute, I completely missed that. And then sort of a month or two later, I remember that I didn't actually play something from what ended up being one of my favourite records of the year or something. It happens. Yeah, for sure. It was one of those things I've been thinking about, like what to do with all these amazing tracks from all these independent artists and labels that we don't get to shout about on the podcast. So maybe, maybe something for the Patreon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that was the sounds of Boris uh, from Japan. I counted, and that is their 25th album that is uh, not a collaboration. They've got another 10, 15 collab albums as well. So, an extremely prolific band. It's released on their own Fangs Anal Satan Records, which released their first couple of records as well. Excellent name. <laughs> and that song was called Loveless. Yeah, just, just kill a record. Boris are a band I've wanted to book for absolutely ever, who I've loved live, and they've got some great records too. And uh, yeah, cannot wait to see them when gigs come around again. Yeah, they're one of those bands who have sort of been in the periphery, sort of one of those ones, because it's not the music that I sort of am naturally attracted to. They're one of those bands I've heard of and know of, but have never really invested any time in. So maybe I should change that. Yeah, well, if you enjoyed that, then you can do a lot worse by checking out any of their stuff. I think the only ones I've got on record is maybe a Mersbo collaboration or something like that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When it started, I was like, hmm, I'm not entirely sure about this. But then it's sort of about two minutes in, it completely changed. And oh, it was fucking a bit ripping. wild. Yeah, ripping. Ripping is definitely the right description for that, I would say. <laughs> I'm going to play some music from London now. This is from a new label called YCO. This is their first release. It's. Yeah, the record label of two producers, Aya uh, from Manchester and BFTT. That's, uh, I'm sure there's a way of saying that, but I'm too old to figure it out. And yeah, I'm, so essentially their first release is just a three-track EP. Biffed. That would be rubbish. BFTT's better. Yeah, <laughs> not biffed. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm going to play the AY or Aya track. And yeah, it describes itself as equal parts Mary Poppins and Lady Sovereign. And that is definitely something I can get behind. I cannot abide Mary Poppins. It's terrible. Really? I was actually having a chat with a friend of mine last night and we were talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda for whatever reason. Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, and he was, because he was in the second, like the Mary Poppins follow-up that was a couple of years ago. And his English accent in that is just the most atrocious thing I've ever heard <laughs> it, in my it's, life. It's, uh, you know, Dick Van Dyke is just keeping the trend on. Uh, yeah, I think that. I think that's what it was sort of aping. It it, be, yeah, exactly. It can't be an accident. In fact, no, it's the second worst British accent in film because the first one is obviously Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven. I, I was, I was literally about to say Ocean's Eleven because of our, <laughs> because of uh, Katie, my partner. She watched one of the Ocean's films just like while I was at home, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like I've never really seen any of them. I was just like, "Why?" It's just so abysmal and completely takes you out of the film the entire time. Yeah, I don't know what sort of creative decision that was, but I don't know. The Americans get <laughs> the Americans get enough British people people uh doing bad uh, presumably bad american accents so, of them yeah yeah especially de- in the west end yeah we definitely deserve one <laughs> anyway or two if you include them manuel miranda uh, but anyway so back to aya this track it's yeah it's pretty awesome it's banging it's quite unusual it is fantastic 
and it's called Delicious.
That was great. Yeah, wasn't it just? It's uh, the sounds of Aya Delicious is the name of the track. It's uh, taken from the first release on YCO, just titled YCO001. I love the optimism of having a three-digit catalogue number in there. So I'm looking forward to the other 100-plus <laughs> releases coming yeah, so out. 90 releases, not good enough. No, that's it. That's, uh, but no, the record is fantastic. And yeah, it, it's tracks like that that make me realise I could never run a record label. Not just like the experience of temporarily running one. That should have been warning enough. But if I was to do... Because <laughs> you a... love doing those two releases so much. Yeah, I know. If I, if I ran a record label now, it would have to be music similar to what you just heard which is pretty much have i heard music like that before maybe but that track was weird though it was yeah exactly and it's sort of yeah. yeah that is music that is genuinely pushing things forward i would say you can't really place it in any way you can't place it on a dance floor you can't place it in any other sort of genre as far as i my ears go anyway but yeah i uh, uh, she's from manchester Equal parts Mary Poppins and Lady Sovereign, as I said before. The track, yeah, is called Delicious. And 25% of the proceeds are donated to the Northern Police Monitoring Monitoring Project. It's actually two tracks that I've played on the podcast, both uh, sort of charity releases to uh, support uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, police monitoring services as well. So, yeah. There you go. If you want to give money to that cause, then that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Clipping had a killer new track for the same thing that I actually cut from a couple of weeks ago as well. I'm sorry to one that didn't make it. Yeah, Clipping, wonderful US hip hop band. Um, yeah, if you want, I'm, I'm not fitting it onto this week's pod, but you can check that out on their band camp. And speaking of uh, Hamilton, right? Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Keeping the, the Lin Manuel Miranda uh, Hamilton stuff. I bet you David Diggs would do a better English accent. I, I bet he would as well. Um, <laughs> my parents were watching Hamilton the other day and said it was, they absolutely loved it, which was a great relief given that we're going to go see it in London at some point. I No, I've never, I have never seen it. Uh, my partner saw it and she thought it was good, but like didn't love it. And um, if she's seen it, I'm never going to end up going if she doesn't want to go again. So. Uh, I think it's on Disney Plus at the moment. Nice. Um, I want to play you a track, a uh, new one from UK AEA. It's like, I thought that we played him on the pod pretty recently when I checked this out, but we actually haven't played him in a couple of years. He is a London-based producer, done loads of uh, killer music. He's responsible for some groundbreaking uh, collaborative live shows as well. And um, We did play, sorry to interrupt, we did play Pocket, Pocket Signs on the podcast a, a little while ago, which was Dan from UK AEA and Matt from Sly and the Family Drones ah, collaboration. Yes, you, I knew that we'd played something. Uh, I knew that we played something, and when I looked back on it, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't find anything. Oh, it must be, uh, you know, must must be remembering wrong. Okay, so we, we have had some Dan pretty soon, pretty recently. Yeah, I've got that cassette right in my in my hands right now. Look, <laughs> it's uh, very... There, there it is, I can see it on my video screen. It's a very, very beautiful thing. All I need now is a cassette player. <laughs> yeah, I've got stacks of them here in front of me, lovely looking things, but I just need to get exactly a nice cassette deck just to connect up to my record. Because I've got a CD one, because i got some pretty decent CDs around as well. So I just now have to get a tape to give me the full, the full experience for anything. So this is a tape, two sides, half an hour per side, called uh, Where the Tide Broke on Vacant Fulfillment Records. And what I want to do is I'm just going to play sort of five minutes coming in in about ten minutes. So Gaz, just for you, so we're, we're at the same place. I'm going to start, start in about 10 minutes. Yeah. 
there we go. You got five minutes of the half an hour or the one hour for both sides of the tape of UKAEA, very much with Dan sort of out of the club and in more reflective mood. I was reading the sort of notes about the release, and it's actually a, rec a recording from a live stream that they did from their warehouse in April that I actually tuned in for, <laughs> or not for the whole thing, but I tuned in for, for a reasonable amount. And um, yeah, so exactly loved that. And it was cool. I think it's more or less one of the few actual musical streams I've watched in the last three or four months. Yeah, I mean, you, every time we mention UKAA, I talk about how much I love seeing them live when we saw them at Millie Oyster Festa a couple of years back. Just a phenomenal live show, live band, uh, more than a live band, right? It's a project, it's an art project. An experience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think that reflects itself in the music as well. So, so yes, that was more reflective, but I'd happily sit in a club and listen to that wash over me. That and Cop Patrol. Boundless energy, a total disregard for musical norms and a total respect for deconstruction. I'm into that blurb. Yeah, for sure. And we've definitely had a lot of the DIY and experimental electronics on this week's podcast, for sure. And for anyone who's met Dan, boundless energy is uh, definitely one thing that he brings to the table. That is for sure. I'm going to play a... Actually, this is a premiere for the podcast as well, from On The Corner Records. They, oh, nice. Yeah, they have a new record called Door to the Cosmos Dance Floor Sampler coming out at the end of this month. It's actually, they've got a triple vinyl version coming out in September, and we have the first play of the latest from that by Planet Batagon. Yeah, I have I have their, rec their last record, actually. Yeah, which came Pete, out in 2018. Pete from On The Corner sent it to me. Yeah, and it, it, this is very different to that record, this track. So that track, much more jazzy than this. This is much more uh, for the dance floor, a lot more not jazzy, I would say, but you can tell that it is the same uh, same band. Jazz rave, Christ. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's, yeah, that's not, if I'd seen that description, I probably wouldn't be playing it on the yeah, podcast. I strongly think you might want to might want to not have that in the press release. Yeah, but jazz rave, so it reminds me of new rave, to be honest. Um, I'd rather have new rave than jazz rave, I think. Yeah, uh, yes. I like jazz, I like rave. Not not into the uh, collaborative uh, genre, but I am ready to be changed. Yeah, fortunately, this does not sound as atrocious <laughs> as Jazz Rave does make it sound. But anyway, so I'm going to just play the track. I'll talk a little bit more about it afterwards. This is Planet Batagon, and the track's called Endeavour Tug Loop.
There you go. That's Sansa Planet Batagon, track called Endeavor Tug Luke. No idea what the track title means, but... Music was fan-fucking-tastic. Jazz rave? Didn't sound like jazz rave to me. Sounded like just some sort of like, just some heavy underground dance music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would put, I'd put jazz rave in the same category as electro swing. I think that they were just sort of referring to just the general vibe of the whole compilation. And I feel like we're sort of, now it sort of sounds like we're slacking off on the corner records. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, let's go back to on the corner records because I wanted just to talk about how fantastic they are as a label because the music they produce is so varied, so different. And yeah, ostentatiously sort of a jazz label but they're not a jazz label well they are covering all sorts yeah absolutely you know you think about you know the dj collab stuff and you know that leaps to mind and did they release clap clap i think they have done in the past they've done something there found out that me and pete used to live on the same road at the same time as well but didn't know it wasn't when you also lived on the same road as nick woodmansey uh, eminative (laughs) I never lived on the same road as Nick Wibbon's Eve. My parents lived on the same road as Nick Wibbon's Eve, but I was long gone oh. by that point. But I, I, I used to go and visit, obviously. <laughs> ah, well, it's all very good. But anyway, this compilation, Door to the Cosmos, Dance Floor Sampler, yeah, it also includes a couple of other faves from the podcast, Dengue, 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 and Tom Blip as well of Blip Discs. I think we played Swordman Catilla a couple of weeks back on the podcast. So yeah, it's definitely worth checking out the whole thing when it comes out 31st of July. Oh, actually, I'll just take this on the press release because it kind of sounds like a description of this podcast it's on this maxi ep venezuela beats india via new york the street sound of dare salam tanzania pulses through uk jungle it kind of sounds like our blurb that sounds acceptable for sure absolutely <laughs> can i play you a duo from melbourne called divide and dissolve elements sort of rock metal noisy heavy stuff all come under a theme of resistance to colonialization, slavery, racism, that sort of stuff. And they are signed now to Saddle Creek Records, the uh, US label after releasing on some Australian indies before that. Haven't, uh, you know, as a sort of a, not a team, but like an early 20s Bright Eyes fan, I definitely had a lot of Saddle Creek releases, but I haven't really followed what they've done for a little while. So I'm definitely going to have to dig back in because of, I like this a lot and I'm very much hoping to book them in London at some point. So this is the 7-inch, out on Celtic Records, 7th of August, and this is RBR.
There we go. That track's called RBR from a talent called TFW. Not the easiest to remember. Yeah, we're definitely uh, getting the initialisms in on this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, for people, for listeners who know the sort of stuff that I book a fair bit with Bambi Yagas and Raw Power Festival, would know that that would fit in like a dream. Oh, very sludgy sludge rock exactly so yeah the duo uh, is called divine and dissolve and it's takea reed and sylvie nehill and they're from melbourne in australia from the indigenous communities uh, uh, uh maori and um black from there so yeah so uh, definitely they have a strong political message going with it but also like a just really great sludgy heavy excellence yeah, it's, uh, I'm just like, looking at what Saddle Creek have been releasing recently because, like you, it's one of those labels that obviously I know because they're quite a sizable indie, have been around for a long time. In fact, since 1993, it says here. And just wow, that is even earlier than I thought. Yeah, and I just do not recognize any of these releases or any of these artists at all. So maybe I need to do a little bit of digging. Because I was a huge fan of Two Galants who were released on Saddle Creek. Interesting. In fact, the first band I sort of recognize in there is The Faint, who I didn't know was still going. They had a release last year. Wow. I remember seeing them with Radio 4 at the cockpit in Leeds back in the day. <laughs> that was a that was a great... Uh, Dance Macabre, I think, was the record from The Faint. That is just like, still to this day, pretty great in my in my eyes. Nice. Yeah, I recognise lots of names from ones that I rem- remember from the mid from the mid-noughties. But yes, yeah, so some new ones, a lot of new ones that I don't, that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I might end up using the rest of my Saturday to listen to that faint record. <laughs> I'm going. Right, anyway, that was Divide and Dissolve, exactly. Killer stuff. That's seven inch with a full album coming. Superb. I'm going to change it up completely and I'm going to play something from Versatile Records out of France. Absolutely wonderful record label I've been a fan of for quite a while, essentially since the Land of Renegades by Zombie Zombie came out. What a record that is. Yeah, I'm going to say, what, about 12 years ago, I think is a good guess. I'm going to guess 2000 and. Eight, 12 years ago. Yeah, I reckon I reckon you're correct, exactly. And it's interesting. So this is a record label that I've sort of had a passing interest in. Anthony's definitely played quite a few bits from them on the podcast before. And then a couple of couple of Bandcamp fee free days ago, I sort of dis- I discovered an amazing that they do an amazing array in sort of lost French synth pop gems, which this isn't one of them, but I just wanted to recommend the record Pop Sympathy uh, by uh, Vidal Benjamin. Uh, essentially digging out loads of obscure French oddities that is definitely worthy of your time. But this one is just came out on 12-inch a week or so ago. It's from an artist called Flocko Flocko, where there is zero evidence of this artist existing apart from this track, no previous records. The blurb just says, we were very surprised at Versatile when we received this file from flockoflocko2020 at gmail.com and we still have very little info on the track that was there. All, all we know, it's a lo-fi Afro disco stomper hailing straight from the new ghettos created by confinement. Cool. Well, they must have no idea, but I'm good enough to just fucking get that out. Yeah, that's it. The quote here from Flocko Flocko. I've been told to stay at home on WhatsApp all day long, working in the studio, reading books I haven't read. I hope it won't be too long. I don't know if I can hold smoking weed day and night like never I have been before. And it just says, not a message, just a statement, brackets, and a big fat groove. So 
<laughs> you, you gotta get get your earlugs around this. Honest press releases for once. I know it's wonderful, isn't it? This is a flocker flocker. Want to get out, drinks, weed all day, all night. And uh, guys, if you haven't bought the record yet, one remaining. Apparently, I see on Bandcamp. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. I, yeah, the problem with buying vinyl and sort of importing it is as we discussed earlier the price yeah, of it for what, what is ultimately man. one track so I'm, I'm gonna just buy the digital i think this is flocko flocko and this is on my dip full length mix <laughs> Je crois bien que c'est jamais J'ai qu'à faire que ça va tout durer 
A lot of long tracks to stretch your legs on this week's pod, for sure. <laughs> My next one, too. Oh, well, two more ten long minutes. ones. Is that right? So we've got yeah. another 10 minutes to come, and I think I'm going to close this week's pod with a nine-minuter as well. So This is a hell of a, hell of a pod. That's it. This is a, this is a big one. It, yeah, Flocko, Flocko. It's interesting. So I said at the top of the podcast that I was uh, sort of balance, trying to balance out bangers and dancing dance music with sort of experimental abstract stuff and i bumped a pretty gnarly experimental rock track for that one and i have absolutely zero regrets for making that decision absolutely you groovy. putting a rock track on the podcast i find that hard to believe uh, next next week it's still <laughs> it's still on the list and i think i'll do it next week because it's a band i love quite dearly as well so i don't know who it is i'm curious i'm about to find fi- out next week find out next week uh, you would i think i could give you a million guesses and you wouldn't get it anyway okay. but yeah flocko flocko on my dit is <laughs> the name of the track full length mix of versatile records out of france as i said before i don't know anything about the artist i know a little bit about the label which i said before definitely do check them out because they are they release a lot of great music from across the across genres but definitely mostly geared towards dance floors and mostly across france as well right yeah mostly french music as well yeah no that was great um had me uh as gareth probably saw had me grooving grooving on camera that's it and alan for renegades was 2008 oh. uh, so we, we we got that one exactly right encyclopedic knowledge mate some some would say um i want to play you a new release from matt moss matt moss are an absolutely fantastic band from america they've done sort of a you know been working on sort of just Sort of, I hate to call them concept albums, but certainly albums on a theme. I think they wouldn't mind me saying that. Um, they did an album where all the sounds were from a washing machine. They did an album where where every sound was a sort of made from plastic. And this is a new one that they've done. It's called The Consuming Flame. And it is called The Consuming Flame Open Exercises in Group Form. And I think that sort of... Um, gives you a sort of an idea they basically they've collaborated with loads of people basically they just got they messaged loads of artists that they admired and they were like send us some music the only caveat is 99 bpm features lots of people that you would know one point never yola tengo clipping artists that i work with marissa anderson's on there uh, matthew herbert Anyway, they're a band that I've admired for a long time. Uh, we played him, we played a Drew from, 
from Matt Moss, a solo Nazi bashing breakcore project just a month or two ago, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, the soft pink truth is what Exactly, you're that's for. what I'm looking for. Um, anyway, so this is a full length from Matt Moss and they've released one song so far and it's called No Concept. And I think it's just an extract, really. I'm not sure it's actually sort of got songs as such. But despite the sort of uh, collaborative, conceptual stuff, it is killer. Like, it, it, may, it makes total musical sense, as well as being an interesting concept. So, yeah, you can get stuck into this. Um, the collaborator on this track is uh, American guitarist David Grubbs.
Wow, is all I can say. Yeah, there we freaking go. That is absolutely incredible. And yeah, just, yeah, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. I just loved it. The, I was just interested, I was just looking like I must have that on vinyl. And it's not coming out on vinyl. It's a three CD it's it's set. It's too long. It's because it's too long. It's three hours long. It would have to be like, I don't know, six vinyl or something. Maybe at some point they'll do a very limited edition or something. Yeah, perhaps it's a, a three CD package with a two foot by three foot poster that maps all the collaborators on the three hours of music. Yeah, exactly. So we just played off YouTube there, the no concept. It's nine minutes of the three hour um, one. The only sort of, it lists like old club with David Grubbs, but that's got loads of different people on it. And it lists every one of them at the end of the video and included uh, Croydon's own Dale Cornish, who was the de- the Dale that I was trying to remember before the before the start of the song. And uh, yeah, love that. And I think, as I said, even though it's conceptually interesting, 99 artists at 99 BPM, it also absolutely delivers uh, musically as well. Yeah, and Matt Moss, like you were saying before, are just sort of masters of that sort of take a concept, which is an interesting concept, and turn it into phenomenal music as well. So it's not a, it's not gimmicky. It's just absolutely exceptional. Another one of those bands I haven't really stuck too close to, it, but I just remember the Gansfeld EP. 
that was my introduction to them. Very large green triangles is an absolute masterpiece in my in my eyes or in my ears. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't think I have that one. Oh no, it's absolutely fantastic. And that soft pink truth record that fuck Nazi sympathizers was yeah. Am I free to go? Is the name of the EP? Is uh, another charity one, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And they did the record uh, Vespertine with Bjork when all the music was from Found Sounds. That was the one where I first came across them. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Could be one that could be maybe her best record as well. Definitely top three. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about Matt Moss? I think that's all. Apart from that, my record is released on Thrill Jockey Records, as always for them, and uh, that is all. So that is the end of a pretty mammoth podcast. Uh, thank you, as always, to our editor, Nick McCorriston, for all the work he puts in to make this sound phenomenal. So, and thank you, everyone, again, for all the new patrons, all the support we've had over the last couple of weeks. It has been absolutely magnificent. It is, it is definitely the most appreciated we have ever felt in 10 years of the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much again. And our next patron live show is 6th of August via Zoom. So if you want to be at that, which is a complete, always a bit of a riot, uh, always a lot of fun, always a lot of fantastic music and fantastic chat amongst uh, friends and family, then yeah, please do join our patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast and you will get your invite to that. Exactly. The ticketed live shows is something we're going to be doing less frequently, a couple of them per year or something like that to focus more on doing the live shows for the patrons. Exactly. And yeah, so that is the end of the podcast. I'm going to leave you with some more lengthy music. This is from Mimi Zulu. She's from San Diego and it's another pay what you like record. It doesn't, it's a digital single. It doesn't come attached to any bigger release. It was recorded during her last uh, recording session for the Convergence record that she released a little while ago. This didn't fit on that record, so it's been released on its own and is absolutely sublime. It is a wonderful way to finish this week's podcast. And I won't say anything more about it apart from thank you again to everyone. Listen to this. It's Mimi Zulu. Track is called For Your Flight. And we'll be back next week.